0: Welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is Julie. She, you might remember her from Romeo and Juliet a couple of weeks ago when we did the script reading. Totally unrehearsed. You might not recognize her because she's not wearing a red turban.
1: I have a hat. Yeah, I don't have the hat. No, right. You know, Emily, I've known you for about 20 years now, 21 <sighs> years. You always remember I, I mean, which is from the moment I was born, obviously, because I'm 25 now. <laughs> right, um, right. Thank you.
0: So am I. Yeah, we
1: are twenty-five. Uh, when did when did you start going to Renaissance festivals?
0: I it was uh oh gosh. Well, I guess it was a year ago because I was
1: twenty-four. <laughs> exactly, just last year. Um, have you ever gone to any other conventions or level, you know, levels of geekdom? Like, are you involved in any of the rest of Potterhead? Any of the rest
0: of that? Not really. I you know, I have been asked to do be the costume contest judge at a few Comic Cons, and I have done that, and mm-hmm. I've enjoyed that immensely. As hard as yeah. judging is, because that's that's a lot of pressure. But I've enjoyed that. Um but I haven't I mean really.
1: tell me tell me honestly, you own a pair of Spock ears, don't you?
0: I can confirm nor deny such a statement. <laughs>
1: You own ears, you could wear a Spock ears. That I do know for a fact. So, well, tonight elf elf we have <laughs> elf ears. Right. Uh, tonight we've got an incredible couple here, and they are not only big fans of Renaissance festivals, but an entire kingdom of geekery. Um, so are we ready to say hello to Mar- Mark and Elva Rhinus of Rhinus Leatherworks? Definitely are. Here they
0: are. Hello, guys. Hi, Mark and Elva. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome.
1: So tell us about yourselves. That's always good to see some fans coming on. Well, thanks so much for coming. (laughs) Let's start
0: with a really awkward question. When are you going to give us that sewing machine? And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're still figuring it out ourselves.
2: <laughs> yeah, you definitely have to try that one away from me. Yeah, I believe that.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't can't yeah. blame you for that one. <laughs> How long I mean, have you had it?
2: Um, about just a year, right? About A
3: year, yeah, we got it in November of 19. No, 20.
2: Did we get it in November?
3: I think so.
2: Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. So. yeah. Did it change your world? It's starting to
2: it's starting to yeah um we, we uh <laughs> for for the longest time we were trying to operate it without like everything all tightened up, which uh, was rather difficult, but we luckily we live close enough to the, the uh, okay. company that sells it mm-hmm. that we could just drive it down, get it tuned up and then come back.
3: <laughs> yeah, the um mm-hmm. it it's definitely been a learning curve because uh, we do everything by hand so we we sewed by hand, which meant that any little piece would take us about 20, at least 20, 20 minutes to some pieces would take us nine, 15 hours
0: mm-hmm. to sew. Oh, yeah.
3: So now that we're using the machine and we're learning it, um, the the speed has definitely gone up with a lot of our pieces. So yeah.
4: um,
3: not everything can be used in the machine, which I'm happy to say, because I love to hand sew. But it's nice that not everything has to be (laughs) hand-sewed.
0: Especially, I would imagine the thicker pieces are harder to hand-sew. It it definitely gives
2: more freedom for more of the the heavy um, Mm -hmm. armor-related items because you can just go through that thick leather without any problem at all.
0: So how thick have you gone through then?
2: Um, I think the thickest we've gone through would be what um 15 ounces plus 10
4: ounces yeah
2: so millimeters wise that'd probably be about um a finger <laughs> right <laughs> uh like nine nine millimeters 10 millimeters okay
3: wow that's probably
2: the biggest so far yeah. yeah
3: we've also gone through um what, what is called wax hardened armor Okay. Um, so, wax
2: hardened mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So it's uh really, really uh strong and stiff because it's been treated a certain way. And when I remember I couldn't hand sew the first piece that we ever made because we had to use pliers and all kinds of things to oh. sew through that. That's um, before
2: we even wax hardened it.
3: Yeah. And it was like I couldn't sew that. Um, Mark did it all on his own, and <laughs> it was really nice to have the machine do that this time because it took a whole, you know, fifteen minutes to do versus you Couple know hours, hours
0: yeah, hours and hours. I bet. It, I I imagine if I were doing that, I would end up jamming my finger with the needle a whole bunch of times because of how tough that sounds. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: no, I've done it. I. I do it almost every stream, all of a sudden you'll hear me say, oh, ouch, or um, I've had it where, oh yeah, it's, it's, you know, when you work with sharp tools, it's bound to happen and you have toddler, a toddler running around. So you, you focus on, on them as you're dealing (laughs) with the sharp tools and all of a sudden
0: there's a burn or there's a poke or something happens on me. Right. But it happens. What, do you mostly make (laughs) armor or tell us what else you make? um armor is i think one of our preferred things to
3: make but it's definitely my
2: preferred thing right
3: it's it's kind of funny because mark likes to do all the big items the things that take like you know uh three four weeks to make depending on the size like everything back here that's what he likes to do like the big heavy armor (laughs) cool i am learning to make more of like the smaller things like like wallets and um, card holders and trays and uh, tiny purses and everything with the theme of, like, a geek.
4: Yeah.
2: Something to do with Mm -hmm. with, uh, either geek culture Mm -hmm. or fantasy, Um, whether it be uh, accessories for tabletop gaming or, like, a purse or handbag. We want to incorporate something to do with...
0: With, Like the nerd fandoms or geek fandoms, yeah. Yeah, I saw some masks you had made. Something mm-hmm. there was in there was a labyrinth inspired one or something, wasn't there? Yes, there was mm-hmm. a,
2: a labyrinth masquerade ball um, a few months ago in LA that was absolutely magnificent. Um, definitely an experience to attend. Um, and I made myself uh, some armor, and I also made a friend of mine uh, some armor, I and mean, we And uh, our our whole group of friends, we made masks for.
3: Yeah, I made matching masks for everybody, um, which I think they're on Instagram. Like, I have the, we have, like, the table decorated with the masks. Um, (laughs) Yeah. um, And the masks were, again, everything that we try to do is leather. Like, I would say, like, 99% of the items that we do are leather. Um, So, the masks are full leather, and we water harden them so they have, like, a like a figure on them, and they're hand painted. Um, so his was black and gold because that's our, that's our Do branding. You so it's back. That's the armor. Uh yeah, I think the mask somewhere. And then um, our friend was uh, red, red and gold. Um, we also had a mask that was. Um, what were they? There were 101 Dalmations. So it was it's like. Oh, de Deville. Yeah. Deville.
2: Yeah, she went to Coral Deville. Theme yeah,
3: night. themed. So we did um, <laughs> we did uh, like 101 like spotted. So it was like a white mask, and that was interesting because leather is hard to dye white. So that was a lot of experimenting and using like um, acrylic paints on mm-hmm. leather and um, trying to figure that that aspect out of how to get a good white so that it looks like it looks like you know 101 or like looks like Dalmatian, right? right. Yeah, um, cool.
4: Good Dalmatian mm-hmm.
2: spots.
1: How did did you guys get started in in leather? How did you choose that as your medium?
2: Um, Well, so my previous job, I was a wildland firefighter so um, for the US Forest Service. So with that job, you're working mostly summer, hot season um, and I could be gone for weeks at a time um, wherever they needed us in the state or surrounding states that was having a, a wildfire. Uh, they'd send crews out, so I'd be gone for two weeks at a time. Come back and then be gone again, and it was it was hard, especially with uh, a newborn and our um, five-year-old son at the time. Mm-hmm. I remember one point calling back, and my my son would say, "Daddy, I don't want you to be a firefighter anymore." It's Like, oh, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> during off season, uh, I've been watching videos from Dark Horse Workshop, mm-hmm. um, and he makes all kinds of awesome Viking inspired leather items, um, ranging from armor to bags to, um, Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and I really liked his approach to it. He, he made it feel like it was something that anyone could do. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I went into, or we went into the Tandy leather, um, picked up a couple items and, uh, I started trying it out Mm -hmm. and then, uh,
3: and then we talked about going to the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, we started looking at armor, uh, potentially for him and for our son at the time.
4: Yeah,
3: and one thing led to another, and we kind of came to the conclusion that, oh wait, I can make this. Let's 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 see what we can do. And one of the first pieces we made was armor for our our five year old.
4: Yeah,
3: we oh. figured he's a lot smaller, so he would take a lot less leather than a full grown <laughs> adult. Yeah, so like, why don't you start making armor for a child first, because yeah. he can get a lot more mistakes out of the way making it, you know, like a quarter of the size, right? right. <laughs>
4: so
3: so you how do did-
1: how do you make the leap from from going from making things to yourself to having a presence of selling and and, and sort of teaching and. How, well, how do you make that lead?
2: Um, so when we were at the Ren Fair, actually, with mm-hmm. the armor I'd made for my son, um, we got quite a few inquiries about it. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, kind of figured that, hey, if if people are actually interested in it, maybe maybe I could actually do this. Maybe mm-hmm. it could be a skill that we
3: could we can
2: work on. We and... can work on and do a business with.
3: We've always had the. To the entrepreneurial bug, you know, always wanted, like, looking for something, but I was, we were always too, not necessarily afraid, but, you know, having two small kids, you can't necessarily, don't often feel comfortable jumping out into the unknown, but since we were already doing this, and it seemed like people were interested enough that we kind of, it was really funny, because I remember we were at that, at the Ren fair, and, my son's running around, literally um, rolling on the floor. And the mom was looking at, at our son doing that, and she's like, oh, that that's actually staying on him. Where did you get it? And we were like, oh, we made it, you know, really proud of it. We made it. And, you know, it's awesome because we made it suited for him. And next thing you know, she's asking us for, like, to make one for her son and Mark looked at me and i looked at him and i was like yes we did like this long like yes we can we we're both trying to like <laughs> read each other and then we're like we can sell this right and we're both like yes and like we're like okay we'll discuss the details and uh, you
4: know.'
3: <laughs> <laughs> so this really awkward moment between us and like yeah. all of our friends around us like what is happening um and that was kind of the first sale and i was like you know what this is this is awesome. We can work from home. We can make things for for kids, different sizes. We can do this. And, and then we just kind of, from there, we just explore basically almost
0: anything yeah. <laughs> with leather. That's cool. So he, your son yeah. was wearing that's, that's the armor and rolling around work. on the ground with it and it was yeah. staying on. And that was, that's awesome.
1: Uh-oh. Her, I think no, that's okay. I was just going to say that's fantastic.
0: I was going to ask what part of your process is the part that you get the most excited about um depends on who you ask would you like to go first
2: um (laughs) i I think when everything's like finally coming together and you can see all like the fruits of your labor Mm -hmm. showing um because because when you're working with leather it it takes a lot for it to look from like yeah. from from this to something just, like that.
3: So like yeah. When it goes from, from this, which is, which is just a plain piece of, you know,
2: vegetable tan vegetable
3: leather. leather. There's no dye on it. Right. It's just simple. And then all of a sudden you can create armor that's like gold and black and it has shape and like pauldrons and like uh, that's his favorite piece. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. It just from from beginning to end, it doesn't really start to look amazing until like almost the last step.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you find yourself constantly putting it on yourself or a mannequin or your dress form to check your progress?
2: Um, not really. I mostly work off patterns and I, I kind of blindly trust the patterns, honestly. Um, when, when it's getting, when it's getting close to the completion, I will be like, attempting to put it on myself but without like all the buckles and everything it's it's kind of impossible <laughs> yeah
0: i get that i, I do a lot of dressmaking myself so and costuming in general so mm-hmm. i i it takes a lot of extra time to constantly like put it on or put it on someone else to try on but fit it matters so there's that balance of how much mm-hmm. time do i want to take to constantly see my progress because that's the rewarding part for me too so i totally get that the end result is Seeing what comes at the end is the reward for me, but right. so I get that, and I I tend to not I tend to be like you, where I trust the pattern and I just whip through it, and then at the end, I, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Dave Dave asked, when I make armor, do I need to size uh, to people? Uh, yes, that's my preferred method. Uh, I prefer to have somebody with me or that I'm making armor for in front of me so that I can make sure it's just right. Okay. Um, that's also partially why I haven't started listing our
3: yeah, the, full like, sets. the
2: full sets of armor on our Etsy. Um, I do a lot of my patterns are kind of a, designed as a one size fits all, but I, I guess I'm just not confident that it wouldn't fit just right.
3: <laughs> but we did have we've had a couple orders um, that had to be shipped out. Be, the example being one of our biggest ones where we didn't even know who was going to wear it until we actually saw it. We actually saw the person wearing it. Um, which would be the Lucifer, um, yes. armor. Yeah.
0: Yes. I wanted to ask what the, um, story was. Uh-huh. So if you haven't seen the show Lucifer, you're going to want to after today because well, tell us the story. Cause this is a cool story. I want everyone to hear it.
2: Well, um, so we just received an order through our Etsy um like had been happening with with a lot of uh yeah with the, with that set of armor um, and then uh, they asked us if we could do a um, Thank you. Um, if we could do like a tacit belt as well, which at the time the tacit belt for um, Prince Armory's patterns hadn't been out, so I was like, sure I can I can make a tacit belt so I uh, drew up what I would envision um would go along with that city farmer yeah. um and uh luckily all the uh the sizing and everything was pretty much my sizes so there wasn't
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> there wasn't any difficulty there
3: yeah it was funny because cool. we, we asked for the sizes, um and we're like are you, are you able <laughs> and, um, <laughs> we asked are you able to to give us their size and they're like yes of course and then uh, they said well will i'll get i'll get the sizes from them tomorrow which was the first kind of like okay like they're not ordering for themselves
4: mm-hmm.
3: like okay and then they gave us sizes and they and they gave us like lots of sizes like measurements and i was like this is like a professional measuring like okay so that was another hint that we were like okay something there's something more happening and then um we there was a lot of communication back and forth and it was very um very specific they asked for a certain amount um they needed a certain amount of them, right? Because I think at that point they wanted, was it still just one or two? I can't remember.
2: Uh, yeah, they wanted two sets of everything.
3: They wanted two sets of everything, which again was like, okay, that's, most people only order one set for themselves, but they wanted two sets of everything. And then they were asked, they asked us if we can rush it using like some. Um, they, they
2: wanted us to use their. um
3: Their shipping account. Their
2: shipping account. Which was a little odd.
3: And I was like, that was the first time we've ever had to deal with yeah. that. And because. they wanted us
2: to overnight it as well.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this. And all of a sudden, like, this became like a, we need it now. We need it now. And we're like, okay, like, we, no problem. We we got it. Um, and then we see the address. And we were like, that's, I think they messed up. I think. And we looked up the address and <laughs> <laughs> it was um, Warner Brothers Studios. And we asked her, like, oh are you sure this is like the address? And do you mind telling us what, what's happening? What is it gonna be used for? And they're like, well, you know, we can't share too many details, but it's gonna be for the show Lucifer. And we asked, do we know who it would be for? And they're like, we can't tell you until it comes out. And then we were told that we weren't allowed to really share much more detail with people. So we were like excited, of course, we you know, we told like immediate family that were like oh look at what we're doing um but um we weren't really gonna share more than that yeah and um then the pandemic happened <laughs> oh. so everything got halted so that episode was supposed to be recorded um and done before the before the shutdown in 2020 um and it
2: didn't end up coming out till like Towards yeah. the end of 21. Yeah, yeah, it
3: wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it didn't come out until it was season uh, Season finale for season five. Um, which is, that's that, that's one of the things, that's one of the, the fight scenes. And let me tell you, when, I, when we saw the commercial on Netflix, I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited. Mark wasn't in the room. He was in a different room. And I yelled at Mark, like, and I think, I don't even remember the words I used. I just yelled at Mark and I was like, you need take it over here right now. Oh, Mark's like running through the hallway, falling over thinking that something happened to the kids, right? Cause that's you know, the first reaction of a parent and you know, my kids are in trouble. Sure. And I was like, everything's fine, just hurry up. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, like, like what is it? And we we see it and we were just so excited. Um, to see it on and then there's a scene where they put the armor to the test and there's a scene where like they you,
2: you without just, giving, grabbed like, grab by yeah, the strap and... without giving
3: too many details one of the characters pulls the other character up by the strap of, of our armor right oh. that's the one that goes in the center pulls up and he goes up with it and i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i was like obviously if it breaks they're not gonna show it but at least I yeah. think they would have told us if it broke. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, thank God that did not
0: break. <laughs> um, Hopefully they, they practiced with it first. <laughs> well, they,
2: they had a total of like four sets by the end of everything. Yeah. They, they ordered two more sets, I believe, um, just so they could swap it out for um, um, filming purposes.
3: Yeah, they they needed more, and due to um, okay. a new coats. But uh, then uh, there were there were so the costume department was so just super nice to us and everything, and they they even gave us a little shout out and everything. The person who did the costume and everything. Um, That's awesome. We were just impressed with how <laughs> how like quickly we were working and how we were willing to do all that. <laughs>
0: that is awesome. <laughs> So that's our that's our lucifer story <laughs> there's now is this the same armor or this yep, same design same so we got to wear it first before <laughs> 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 i was We're hoping wearing. so yeah. that is so yeah. cool do you have your mm-hmm. own armor then too do you mm-hmm. each have your own we do of course um, of course
2: you, if you if you look through our instagram um Sorry, I should have brought this up earlier. But uh, okay. if you look at our Instagram feed, you can see Elva wearing her armor. Uh, I don't have it displayed behind us currently because. Uh, yeah, it's,
0: I might have a- it here. Is this? Yeah, you, yeah. you can kind of see it there. Yeah, yeah. But That's
2: it, it also liking. has like a full full skirt that goes along with it.
0: With over eight hundred individual rivets. Yes. Oh. Just the skirt. Yep. Eight hundred. That must have taken a yep. while. I'm sure everybody asks like how long it takes. Right. And do you track that? How do you answer that question? Cause um, I always struggle with that one.
2: Kind of ballpark it. I would say, uh, roughly this one took about 60 hours, I think. Okay. Um, the, the red one you showed earlier, um, that my friend wore to the masquerade. Uh, that one was probably about 80 hours. There's a lot of like, uh, individual tooling, um,
3: and all that was hand painted, and you can see the you see where you pointed out the right the hand. little tooling. each each little section is a stamp, so it's it's one stamp at a time, and the edges the gold edges on both that's all hand painted with a like hand brush and everything um
2: with a special leather paint,
3: yeah, acrylic leather paint um. We put we're very proud in everything that
0: we do. And honestly, if, if we don't like it, we don't send it.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh what is on the armor edges?
3: Yes. The the I'm guessing you mean the paint. Um yeah. the the line that Mark creates, it's um beveled. Yeah, I,
2: I uh I hand bevel um a line so it's it's raised out a little bit and then we uh, paint it with Angelus Paints. I see that. Or Lumiere paints. Right. Um, one of those two brands is our two brands we really like.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like carving.
3: And he selected the the colors. He selected uh, this person wearing it. Selected the colors. The the parts of the design. The dragon that was tooled on the side on the pauldron. Oh, right here, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he has a mask to match. That's yep. right. You that made as well. And his significant other has a, a mask also that matches his. Okay. Oh, they
0: match <laughs> cool. Do you both play D and D? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, absolutely.
3: Um, I'm currently taking a small break from playing D and D, but that I started playing when I was about, I think I was 15. So a whole so like five years ago? Five years. Ten, yep. Five years ago. Something yeah. like that. Um no. I've been playing for a very, very long time. Um and the cool thing is I our group of friends of so my I was a part of the first group that introduced you to D, right? Yeah. But he was already a big fan of um of fantasy. So it wasn't really hard to convince him. Okay. Um it was very natural for him to come over and start playing with us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh I mean I've I've been playing now about fifteen years. Um, oh we we started with uh, 3.5 and have been playing ever since.
3: <laughs> oh, and then we tried uh, um, Call of Cthulhu. We've tried uh,
2: Cthulhu has been fun. Edge of
3: the Empire. Of the Empire we love yeah. board games, role playing games. Um,
2: we have a, we have a giant shelf of of just mm-hmm. board games that we're gonna have to soon extend.
3: We're <laughs> gonna have awesome. to build a new shelf to just to fit all the board games we're slowly collecting. <laughs>
0: What are some of your favorite board games then?
2: Um one of my perf- one of my uh new favorites is uh <laughs> oh gosh what's it called? Uh Valor and Villainy. Oh, Valor and Minions Villainy. of Mordoc. Yeah. Um, okay. It, it came out pretty recently. Uh I backed the Kickstarter for it, but it's it's a really really fun game. Um What else is there? That we really I, enjoy. There's, I don't know. there's so many. It just
3: depends on the season. We just go through so many different yeah. games. And, um,
2: Mysterium's fun.
3: Mysterium's a lot of fun.
2: Um, ticket to Ride, Catan, Small Worlds, um, mm-hmm. Here to Slay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I went over to Julie's house around Christmas and she introduced us to a game called—is it Five Minute Dungeon or something like that? Have you heard of Five Minute Dungeons? Haven't heard of Five Minute the Dungeon. The box but- isn't isn't a rectangle. It's like it's got a it angles in and then back out, and then it's very strange. But it yeah, Five Minute Dungeon, and it um, gosh, was that fun? It's kind of uh, it's a collaborative group game. So uh-huh. instead of playing against each other in teams or whatever, you're all trying to conquer the the monster or whatever is in the dungeon. That like fun. It was so fun. It's kind of fast paced and whoops. Sorry, walk the cat walked through. There's the cat. No, we <laughs> get that. Give them enough treats. That happens a lot here. Um, and a lot of
3: our uh, viewers uh, when we're streaming have grown really accustomed to either a cat popping up, a child coming in, a dog barking around. Um,
0: so... We get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your family. You've got cat, a cat, and a dog, and kids. We have two cats. Oh, the two, our corgi. Yeah. One
3: one prefers to be more outdoor rescue kitty.
2: One of them doesn't like the the corgi. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, our corgi. We have two kids.
2: We have Tristan, our eight year old. Yeah. And then. Um,
3: and we have Evie. Or Evie. Th- <laughs> th- th- yeah our yeah. three year old. Um. And they are very much a part of everything that we do. Um, and, I, and I tell this to our Twitch viewers often, but um, yeah, Uther. <laughs> um, we, I think when we first started to stream, um, we haven't been doing it too long. It's been almost a year. But when we first started to stream, we were um, kind of trying to do the, like, it was just Mark. It was just him working, and we closed the door, and- We got a sitter. You know, and... you know we would have <laughs> a sitter, and we would have like this, and that. everything had to be like this, not not an illusion, but it like, you know, like super clean and professional and all, you know? And, and then one day we couldn't get a sitter, and I was watching another, <laughs> I was watching another streamer who had his kids running around in the background, and he was like, stop, and- um, uh, would look backwards and talk to his kid and then and I was like oh my gosh this is awesome this is you know that that is me literally you know they're a crafter and they're a parent and we just kind of just
4: kind of like yeah.
3: let's do it let's let's see what happens so now we integrate them the kids into our stream and the oh, dog they, they
2: integrate themselves into Yeah, they
3: but um one of the examples is uh like kaz um mentioned we have corgi party time yeah so our viewers get to redeem corgi party and usually the song cue triggers our dog to come in here so they'll hear the dog running in oh. and then usually our three-year-old follows in and then He gets the treat, and then he gets pets and rubs and everybody likes to see the little corgi go blue on the floor back here um and we just we just have fun with it we're uh and it's becoming an awesome community of crafters um and just people who like want to see a slice of our life um
4: yeah
3: so we don't we don't basically had anything we've even had guest people come in while we're working with them who were making their armor i think this last stream we had somebody who we were working um making their armor and he just came in and like, if you don't mind being on the stream, you're welcome to hang out. And he's like, okay. So he just
0: came in and we were just <laughs> all hanging out and working yeah. and streaming. And- I, was, I was getting
2: everything sized to him just right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, the more the merrier. That's cool. I love that the dog is trained now when he hears the sound yeah. come <laughs> yep. running.
2: He, he expects his uh, few few minutes of pets and, uh, and treats. Yeah.
3: And it's, it's funny because we have it so that it plays. Yep, there it is. We have it so that <laughs> we can be redeemed about every 30 minutes. So now the dog will, once he gets his tree and his pets, he'll go outside. And then in about 30 minutes, he'll poke his head in. Yep. And he'll, like, wait for somebody to, like, redeem. <laughs> and he'll kind of hang out in here for a while if nobody does. And then he'll sit at the edge just looking inwards, like, waiting for the song to come on. And,
0: yep. like, wow, he's so... So smart. <laughs> I'll have to remember that next time I watch your stream. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun. And it's and you know what? If if we're not
3: having fun, I feel like then then it's not gonna last. You know? Right.
4: Yeah.
3: If if it's not something that we want to do and we're not having fun streaming, then it's not gonna last for us. Right. So we're, we're having fun, you know, we're making sure that we're having fun and hopefully our audience is also having fun and that is wonderful.
2: That? Yeah. I mean we, we get to we get to stream. We get to hang out with other makers while we're doing that. And we're other, productive at the same time. Too. And
3: nerds, geeks from around the world. How it, it blows my mind that we have people from like Germany and New Zealand and Mexico. And like, like where else would you get a bunch of geeks and nerds together <laughs> to watch this other work? It's like, blows my mind.
0: <laughs> I I'm agree. Always, yeah.
3: Always, mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was also amazing that I found you on Twitter. Well, I I always seek out the artists and I seek out the craftspeople and the people doing things that aren't gaming necessarily, maybe yeah. gaming related, you know, but uh, so geeks unite. <laughs> um, and so I was uh, so excited when we found you. And um, we have one, a member of our team, Caponis, who's one of our moderators who is kind of the person who puts out the feelers for who's online right now. Who can we raid at the end of the night? And uh, he sent my, the link to your channel. I was like, oh yeah, we, that sounds really cool. I'm so glad because I hadn't found any leather workers yet. <laughs> and you guys were so awesome. And where wow. we're, I was watching your stream and um, the cat had taken your chair. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a battle. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought it was funny that you didn't kick her out. You just. <laughs> or kick him. I'm sorry. I didn't know which one it was. Her.
4: Good to yeah,
2: her. Okay. Yeah. Raja. Raja.
0: That would be Raja. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. I was like, ah, oh, these are good people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thanks for the
2: assist, Caponis. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, thank you. He's great. Caponis K- has his own channel, he does retro gaming and uh yeah so uh i don't know are you i'm surprised he commented usually he's still streaming so i don't know what's going on um but yeah he's great he's he's probably like our biggest fan which i is i don't no offense to any other fans out there but he is so amazing oh he says he's done the camera magically appear in the chair (laughs) it's so it's just back and forth (laughs) it materializes. Yeah. So, what what is like do you have any big dream project projects that you'd love to make happen someday? Gosh, where do we yeah, even
2: start? I I would really like the opportunity to eventually get more into the film industry. Um,
4: yeah.
2: Like seeing all the costumes from Lord of the Rings and having grown up with my dad reading to me all those stories, Lord of the Rings and all all kinds of other fantasy books i it's like something i just want to be a part of mm-hmm. like that's how i want to leave my mark
4: <laughs> yeah, mark. mark yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no no i totally get it <laughs> i can relate to this i feel similar just not with leather i mean okay. you guys can do the leather i'll do the photography <laughs> and other stuff so yeah. i'm gonna fly out there yeah and we're gonna do this amazing photo shoot
3: Oh man. That no pressure.
0: That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I totally uh, want to. We'll we'll talk about that later.
2: <laughs> sounds good.
0: Yeah. So if you got yeah. like a phone call from like, I don't know, um the Weta workshop or something.
2: Oh gosh. That uh, would be
0: that would be a good day. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh it would
2: it would be amazing. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely do everything in my power to make it, hopefully happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, I would too.
2: What a up is, uh, they're the ones that did like the costumes for Lord oh, of the Rings. Yeah. I, I, I did a, a set of uh, bracers, the Aragon or Boromir bracers, mm-hmm. and I remember watching Adam Savage did a uh, like a little preview of their bracers because he had them on hand. And I, I studied every little detail and tried to emulate everything I could onto those bracers. And just the, the all the craftsmanship coming out of wet is amazing.
0: It is, yeah. I'll send them your way. <laughs> if I get a hold of someone, I'll send them your way. You should you should know about Mark. Yeah. Ominous says, K, I'll bring the horses. Yeah. And- By the way, if anybody doesn't know Ominous, we he goes by Omnom.
3: he's one of our mods and he's also big nerd geek and he does woodworking so he does um on his stream yeah oh my gosh and he's super chill to hang out with and everything um but he's also a big geek nerd and he makes D &D things um like dice trace um uh, yeah so just throwing that out there
2: we we Um, got we got a couple of his works these these awesome
3: we have dragon pens that are
0: dragon pens yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right. Yeah. We're going yeah. to we're ha- we're gonna have to talk. We're going to have to talk And then is it Kazai Raven? Kaz- I'm going to, I, I butcher names. I'm sorry.
3: Cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Says I'll bring the armor for them. I'm assuming the horses. Yes.
3: So uh, Kaz is a newer leather worker and she has been hanging out at our stream learning a lot um we love teaching um it comes really natural to me because i'm a teacher and he comes from a from a family of teachers so it's kind of just natural for us and how do you like sometimes (laughs) the best way to like keep something in your mind or like know that you mastered it is by being able to teach it yeah so, and then a lot of the questions yeah. that she'll ask, um, it gives it, first of all, great content, right? Cause we're constantly talking about what we're doing and everything, but she wants to make armor, like fantasy armor for horses.
0: I'm like, how cool is that? <laughs> I am in love with this idea. And Right? No. Can you imagine
3: a photo shoot with horses having like fantasy armor and like, market armor over there <laughs> and like, you're beautiful you know dresses and everything like come on
0: <laughs> you're speaking my language i, I we're we're going to make this happen one day yeah. yes we are doing this <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: are. oh awesome. awesome yeah and how awesome is that right when you found
3: when you find your other half that that is in love with the same things that you are and then you get to do it together
0: absolutely
3: like, you know i and that's the best thing like i i i do have a full-time job in the morning but then I get to come home and do this. And it the best part is that I get to come home, do this. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, I get to come home. But that like, is, this is so cool. This is amazing. Yeah,
0: That is the best way to look at it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we're gonna make it mm-hmm. happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, think, it. I think we've got Ren Faire coming up in April.
0: Yeah. Oh, April. So we'll we'll talk we'll talk. I've got yeah. fam- I've got family out in Santa Barbara, and they might need okay. a visit soon. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to do something. Um, mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, is California the festival you've been to, or have you been to others around the country?
2: Uh, so far, we've only been to mm-hmm. the Renaissance Pleasure Fair. Um, okay, we'd like to, mm-hmm. but like around the time we really started getting into this is when everything shut down um Mm -hmm. it was to the point where in uh what was it 2019 we went to the Ren fair and i had just started i had i was wearing some of my armor i made for myself and one of the people in charge of the vendors for the the renaissance pleasure fair approached us it's like hey are you interested in being a guest vendor it's like well we don't have anything on hand but next year yeah so that was going to happen,
3: <laughs> ah. yeah, it's really cool that they approached us, asking if we were willing to come and band. um yeah, yeah, and right now we we our plans are to travel and do other Renaissance trips to visit to like have fun, but um, with our family right now it's not the best situation because we have you know with a toddler or not the, not a toddler, but a three year old and our son's in grade school. It's kind of hard to try to
4: find
3: that, that yeah. time to do it. <laughs> That's a lot. You've got a crew.
2: Dave uh, asked, how do you balance keeping your passion alive and fun with it be- without it becoming a job, I'm guessing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, variety, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that I'm still learning as well, um, and there's there's still room for improvement on everything, mm-hmm. um, is, is something that definitely helps.
3: Um. there there are times and I will say because no matter how you know passionate you are about it there are times where you kind of need a break
4: mm-hmm.
3: so because there's two of us this is the awesome part because there's two of us Mark will will tell me you know I think I think I need a break I need to do something for me I need to do something creative I need to like break this rut I'm sick and tired of doing this because there's the stuff that sells to grow the business and then there's the stuff you want to do that doesn't <laughs> That sell doesn't always sell, yeah. yeah. So we kind of are able to balance and he'll say, okay, I need to do something that's new or different. So he'll start a project and then I'll finish whatever it is that he, like needed, whatever needed to be finished in order to be shipped out or any uh, completed. Um, that's part of the reason why I started Leatherworking actually, was <laughs> to give him that creative freedom to do so. Because he gave me the ability to finish my degree. You know he stayed you know he's staying here and everything i finished my degree because of him so now it's it's kind of like my way of giving him that time to finish it might not be you know college but this is his time to grow and learn and pay his dues so go for it um that is awesome with with that in mind i love i geek out on like the business entrepreneur side of everything so i love like setting up and the etsy and this and that um, all the
2: the marketing
3: all the marketing
0: yeah what a team Um, (laughs) what a team that is awesome you You guys complement each other so well Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah what a what a cool support system you've got there with each other is that the i mean is that a how do i ask this is that the most or what is the most fulfilling thing about what you do i guess Uh, i kind of asked that already about like I, I guess
2: I guess the most fulfilling thing about what I do is when a customer receives um, something that I've made and they're happy with it. honestly, I I aim to please. Um, I want I want mm-hmm. everyone who purchases something from me to be hundred percent satisfied. And when I can deliver mm-hmm. that, it it makes me happy. It makes me think, hey, I can keep doing this.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's very inspiring. That and seeing your armor on Netflix, right? <laughs>
3: uh, that kind of helps a little bit, too. Uh, and then there was the other thing too is we're because we're able to create ourselves, we're kind of looking at things where somebody will approach us and say, "I can't," I haven't found this because I think somebody was like, "I haven't found this because I'm a big person," or because I'm built this way, or because so we're able to like customize it enough, and then they'll have their first set of armor, even though they never thought they were going to be able to get one. Yeah. Um, we have a friend who. Um, was like bigger on the top and smaller frame bottom. And he was having a hard time. He's like, I can't find things that fit. I can't find things. Oh, so we were able to make him like shoulder pieces. And we wore it. Uh, he wore it when we went up to um, Evermore, um, little things like that. Um, and for my side too, we're, we're also creating. So I found I found that um, for me, I I work in a professional setting, um, but I still want to express myself. I still want to show, hey, I'm a geek, I'm a nerd, but I don't have to show it with all of the colors of the rainbow necessarily. So I wanted something that was D&D related, but not necessarily have a big old dragon and have, you know, the, the red and the black or um, because for me it was kind of like i didn't want to stand out too much when i was okay. having a meeting with attorneys and different things like that and, I'll, and um so i made myself my own purse with um uh a, a 20-sided dice on the side and it was like a brown 20-sided die um but it didn't have any etchings it was just like the shadow of it and everybody was like oh that's a really cute purse where did you get it and i was like well i made it but i worked with one person who was just a geek, as geeky as I am, and he said, "That's a D and purse," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, you like? How did you?" And he's like, "Because that's a D twenty. I recognize it." And I was like, "That's exactly what I wanted to do. Like all these people that don't know D D don't need to know, you know. <laughs> but you who do, like you totally recognize me. Like I, <laughs> like I stood out. <laughs> the, it's just awesome. So that was that's one of the things that I really want to create is fill that." that gap where like that, what I call the professional geek or the professional nerd, where you don't always want to be super fleshy and show off your Ravenclaw or show off your, your Gryffindor house. Um, but you want to be able to represent somehow.
0: I love that. I love that the, the, the muggles out there don't know what yeah, the, muggles what the don't need to know. 20-sided dice <laughs> is, but professional nerd. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think, um, a while back, back when Think Geek was a thing, they were doing that a little bit on mm-hmm. the on the lower end of things, I think. But uh, since they're no longer, mm-hmm. you know, that and what yeah, you do I was, is I was so
2: bad when Think Geek was was bought out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's good. More room for for mm-hmm. businesses like yours and yeah, yeah. I, like I want to be better that adult
3: geek you know like I don't and I and I and like I said before this is to nobody offend or anything if you like your colors I'm down for it you know you be you <laughs> but for me I'm very like black and white I love my black I love my dark colors I can't really <laughs> so like you know like a dark a darker version of that you know <laughs> the sailor moon purse over there or something
0: I'm totally with you. I feel the same. I'm wearing black today. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Josh said, I love you guys. I've felt the same way forever. <laughs> do you do you have a certain, a certain genre of geekdom that's your favorite?
2: Probably fantasy. I
0: think fantasy as fantasy? a whole. Yeah. Is there mm-hmm. particular, like, Lord of the Rings or... Not that I'm steering you toward Lord of the Rings, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> but obviously, oh, Lord okay. of the Rings. Oh, the yeah.
3: Witcher, okay. Witcher, I, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Witcher for now, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, anything with like, I think for me, like the Lord, like the the creatures, like the dragons, and like all of that, the fantasy aspect of all, like the the magic and the the creatures. That that's what I love.
2: Yeah. There's there's honestly there's so many great. Fantasy books and series out there, I, I can't pick one.
3: <laughs> Star Wars is another one.
2: Yeah.
4: Um,
2: Will you make a Witcher set of armor? Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a lot on the, my to-do list. I know. I, yes. I, I still need to get back to. Uh, um, I had one person inquire about doing a, um, a Witcher Mandalorian um, crossover crossover oh.
3: set of armor.
0: The Witcher is a fair second choice. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with ominous that Lord of the Rings is the right answer, but I'm just a big fan, so I love I feel The feel Witcher the Lord, too. Yeah, I feel yeah. like The
3: Lord of the Rings is like the the grandfather of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I feel like that helped out a lot. Like those yeah. books were such a for
0: sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen um, Wheel of Time? Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, we well, haven't
2: read the book. I haven't. Read I haven't this. read the book, but I I enjoyed Wheel of Time.
0: Yeah, same here. I didn't read the books yet either. I, yet I say yet because I want okay. to. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm, right. I'm currently listening to the Witcher series of books.
3: Yeah, we've discovered discovered Audible and podcasts, by the way, that we can listen to while we work because we haven't been reading as much as we used to, um, because we've been so busy with you know life in general, and we're like, oh, Audible books, duh. So he's been reading the Witcher. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good idea! Yeah, while well, we work and stuff, and then it's awesome because you're completely like submerged in mm-hmm. in the show. You're literally working on like, I mean, a
1: dead cow. You know, like, <laughs> you're
3: listening to it. You know, somebody describe the armor of the Witcher. How awesome!
2: <laughs> uh, I haven't played any Witcher games. Uh, I did play a little bit of the the card game Gwent, like the the standalone which i really love cuz it has so much there's so much lore involved in everything. Yeah. I feel like there's so much thought and effort that goes into it's any nothing. every aspect of it.
0: Shitty. I did the same. I played Gwent too. I am currently playing Witcher 3 for the first time. Oh, no, to stream and yeah. work or work. I don't know if anybody actually wants to watch me fail at Witcher 3. <laughs> 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 I did get really stuck one day and had to go back <laughs> to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was fun. Why not? If I'm gonna play it anyway, why not stream it? Yeah, why not?
3: And that and that's kind of why we started streaming also because we're like, well, we have to be in here anyway, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why not? Might as well. And if we get to chat to people and people hang out with us,
2: yeah. even better. Like... If there's anyone that's ever interested.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Before I forget, I wanted to bring up because I found those pictures on Instagram. The, the million rivet. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yep, it, that's it. It was
2: more more like 900, mm-hmm. 900 and something rivets for everything. Yeah.
3: Oh, and the best part was the first skirt was wrong after he made all the skirt oh. all the holes. <laughs> we didn't put the rivets in it yet. The first one was made wrong. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. the, the pattern
2: was a little off, but the uh the maker of the pattern um, mm-hmm. was nice enough to replace my material costume. It is, cuz. Um so that this uh had a few first for me, this set of armor, because the the gold, um, the hand tooling portions. Uh, I actually used uh, oil for that, as opposed to using paint.
3: Yeah, so that was a new one.
2: Yeah, so it, every every time I make something, I try to like learn a little bit mm-hmm. new skill. So that is the Dragon Queen armor from Black Raven Armory.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. I like this Celtic knotwork detail there. <laughs> And this, like this graduating uh size with the um scales there, that's amazing.
3: Yeah, that was from um Black Raven, which Black Raven, um he has a a course online
4: mm-hmm.
3: um which Mark Mark took and I need to finish. Yeah. But um and now he released a book as well.
2: Yeah.
3: Cool. Thank you. Have it
2: right, yeah. We, um, he actually just sent us the book. Um, if if anyone's interested in,
0: yeah, you know, we're we're leathercraft.
2: We... Uh, I haven't read it myself yet.
0: Oh, let me make your oh. screen bigger. There we go. <laughs> Hold it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, there we go.
0: Uh, you're mirrored. What is it? What is it? Oh, it's called leather crafting. Okay. Yeah,
2: unmirror it
0: oh i don't know yeah uh so
2: it's called uh leather crafting uh a step-by-step beginner's guide to creating leather armor costume accessories for ren events sca LARP, cosplay film and theater um but it's kind of a summary of his online courses that he released
0: okay Um, yeah and now that's on everyone's christmas list right for next year right right? it's um we're reviewing the book for him we're one of the few that uh, got he, it. He right
3: sent now. us
2: a complimentary. Oh,
3: cool! <laughs> so we we so and I'm gonna go through it myself too, since I'm a little bit newer than he is. I wanted to try and put it to the test and see. how <laughs> right. I do.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. we we do. Uh, we did get affiliate with um, Black Raven Armory. Uh, yeah,
0: that's awesome. So
2: if anyone's interested in looking at our link tree. <laughs> yeah,
0: congrats! That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well. Um. So, if pe- people want to find you online, you have an Instagram and a Facebook. Oh, there's another Lucifer picture. And <laughs> you have an Etsy. hmm And and then of course you have your Linktree, which is probably on your Instagram and stuff too, right? Yes. Yeah. So honestly,
3: Instagram would be the best bet, unless you want to catch us live on Twitch.
4: Yeah.
3: Um. But anywhere. We are Brightness Leatherworks, um, so y- basically if you just type that into Google, it'll, you'll find one of our uh, medias. But Instagram Instagram's where we post most of the stuff that we make in general.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. So all the pictures we saw today were from Instagram, yes. so ever, anybody can go see those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I am loving this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do you have a project coming up that you that you want to talk about some, some future things Not- Bes- besides our collaboration. <laughs> right? There's that. Yeah. And that's going to be amazing. It is.
3: Right. Yeah.
4: Guaranteed.
2: Um, so I, I do have something I'm excited for myself personally. Um, so Prince Armory, he's another person that I closely follow and I, I use a lot of his patterns um, mm-hmm. Like, I I use his patterns for the Lucifer armor. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to be releasing an Elven Lord um, series. And he's doing that more towards advanced leatherworking and teaching more advanced techniques in that series as well. And I'm really looking forward to to making all the pieces of armor from that Mm -hmm. for myself. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think most of, not most of it, but we're going to do a lot of it live. So we'll... We'll, we'll be able to show the transition from very beginning to end.
2: Yeah, I, I know he has the, the helmet pattern released. He hasn't released the video tutorials yet, but I think I'm going to wait until he releases the video tutorials so that I can get everything just perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. So you'd make that for yourself? Yeah. yeah.
2: Starting out, yes. Um, like, I don't know if you've looked at Prince Armory and his works yet, but he has the most complex leather armor you've ever seen yes head to toe it's Mm -hmm. it's flawless
3: so that that black and red one that you had shown earlier that armor was kind of like the intro to his Mm -hmm. style yeah (laughs) that's a very beginner version of it
2: i i think i think his suits of armor um start at like fifteen thousand. it's kind of like just uh yeah Snapshot of how complex his his work is,
3: and he's about to release uh, something that's almost on par with what he makes. So yeah. we're excited. I I'm excited to see him started because usually the way it goes is he does all the hard part figuring it out, and then he tells me the right way. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I like, <laughs> I take the shortcut, the shortcut version. He does
4: yeah. all the- I <laughs> do the trial I, I do the trial and error. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: oh, uh, I'll
2: answer all of uh, all of your how
0: to's yeah. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> I will great. do my best, at
4: least <laughs> yeah
0: you mentioned wanting to make for film before how did you get your work in front of that business oh yeah um, the lucifer so
4: we
2: were we were really just lucky um yeah. being approached on um on etsy about that project um, there's been other couple other um, like small film productions approach about various projects. Yeah,
3: we've done a couple of independent yeah. films. Um, we were also thinking about reaching out to our close colleges, like our universities. Uh, we have a.
2: We live uh, right next to Cal State Fuller... or uh, Chapman, no, Chapman University, which is a film school.
3: Oh, cool! Yeah.
2: Um, university, probably mm-hmm. oh, okay. not. No, not
3: the film itself, just the armor for the film,
2: right? Um, <laughs> and then also during summertime, when um, Elva's at home a little bit more, um, I'll probably be attempting to pick up um, es- extra work for films so that yeah. I could network that way a little bit more.
3: He does extra uh, in filming in the films industry, so okay. he's an extra for films. I've done it once, <laughs> yeah, but it was a long one, yeah, <laughs> um. But yeah, well, the for Lucifer, I wouldn't necessarily just count that up to luck because we were, we still are one of the only ones that offers that pattern on Etsy, mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere, because it's it's more complex than a lot of the armor you'll find. Um, so a lot of people aren't as willing to do it, like so. And we are willing to put ourselves out there. And then we do have, like on Etsy, we have the, the 30-day money-back guarantee. So it's, you know, it's kind of going on on a, on a limb for us. And
0: But low so, risk, right.
3: Yeah, so I think that's part of the reason why they chose us. Because they were looking for something that was, you know, more regal looking or more fantasy, elegant looking. And a lot of the armor out there is very barbarian kind of style. Very either rogue, barbarian, or uh, ranger kind of thing nothing that's more paladin and celestial yeah right. so our armor was one of the very <laughs> very few that was um celestial looking in um on etsy or pretty much almost anywhere um and i think there were because netflix is a little bit smaller or at the time it wasn't um again it was before the pandemic <laughs> yeah yeah um they had started doing their own thing and they were picking up and they picked up Lucifer and everything. They had the ability to reach out to smaller creators instead of yeah. having in their own departments. So I think that's kinda how it happened. So I,
2: I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if our location helped either because we're we're in Orange County and that's that mm-hmm. borders LA County. So we're really just less than an hour drive away from Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is handy. Um, Chevy Guy said can Mort tell the movie people about Chevy Guy and that he wants to work for Book of Boba next season?
2: <laughs> Certainly, if I ever get the opportunity to. <laughs>
0: if we ever, if we ever make it, we're taking you guys with us. Just saying, <laughs> you don't have an option. You're going. <laughs> you're going. <laughs> Well, I think everybody needs to go follow you on all. <laughs> everybody needs to go follow you on all of your social media. Everybody can go Thank follow you, you. We should live stream our collaboration when we do it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, See all the behind the scenes. Yeah, that'd be so cool. This is our day of shooting. It'll be a six hour live stream or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we've done that. We've done, I think the longest we did was 10 hours um maybe yeah 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 that sounds like a a little bit longer than that for some uh, reason but
2: it might have been just an hour yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) well well, yeah a lot of fun and a lot of chaos yeah but you know that's that's part of the fun That's part of it, though. Part of being in it, you know? You guys are so. Yeah,
2: I I, I had a wonderful time.
0: (laughs) Excellent. I'm so glad. I love that you are sitting in your workroom, too, because I was telling Julie that before we started. So I hope they pick their workroom because their workroom has like all the cool (laughs) stuff in it. And you've got your armor right there, and we get to look at it the whole time.
2: When do we stream? Um, We try our best to stream um, Friday evenings uh pacific standard time and then we try to stream saturday, saturday afternoon to evening
3: right it just um, depends on children yeah we're, we're not
2: super consistent yet um and then i'm, I'm sure once uh, our youngest starts um starts school next year i'll probably be on a little bit during the week as well
0: mm-hmm. okay i'll have cool. to be about my better half but <laughs> for some reason i thought you streamed on mondays Maybe because we found oh, you on a every day. every
2: once in a while. Yeah.
3: So, because I'm a school teacher, I get holidays off. Um okay. So we stream on those days that I have off. <laughs> cool. And in the summer, we usually stream a lot more because I yeah. don't work summer.
0: So, thank you so much for joining us. I thank you for having us. You are welcome. <laughs> We're, that was this was so much fun. Yeah. Take care, uh-huh. everyone. Thank you for joining uh-huh. us. Don't forget to follow both Rhinus Leatherworks and us.
4: Yes, yes, absolutely for sure. And
0: thank you. <laughs> and
4: thank that. you. <laughs>